welcome to the second go-round of the FOMOcast podcast. It happened again, folks. Uh, I messed up and didn't put record, so I'm used to it by now. It happens all the time. Apparently, you know, I'm, I'm so used to it. But um, I'm here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. We're working on a different audio. Um, he actually sounds a lot crisper for the most part. It sounds a little echoey, but I think it just worries that. But it sounds better. I like it. Um, we're going to hop right into it because we got a lot to cover because we recorded late and then a bunch of stuff came out and it's just been nonstop thing after thing after thing. Um, the first thing we got is, so it's changed a little bit, but all the reviews for Jurassic World um, were, it was just sitting at 38% when the critics and everyone reviewed it. Now, like we always say, blank Rotten Tomatoes, we don't believe in what they say. We don't trust them because they, you know, they're owned by Fandango. So whoever they want to promote, they're going to promote. Well, it was the worst reviewed film of the series, actually, of all of them. So all six. Um, But now people are coming out and people who actually enjoy the, the franchise are saying, no, this is an amazing movie. Now... After thinking about it, as we talked on Saturday, Tim, I can't tell if this is a, like, anti-Chris Pratt thing over his religion stuff or what, but something seems off now that I've kind of gone, gone over everything. Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> I just got two things really quick. I think on the Rotten Tomato, I would look, I would only use them for not the critic score, but the audience scores. Right on that. I mean, that's what what I use it for. Because you could have something that's got a high critic score and a low audience score. Well, okay, it means that everyone liked it except for the critics and and vice versa. <clears throat> um, and I'll, as with everything, take it with a grain of salt. Um, not to say, like I said, that you were wrong, but that's what I usually look at if I'm looking at something or the something that has bad reviews. But then some people that I know went and saw it, and they're like, "Dude, it was awesome." Um, so, you know, I go back and kind of look at that and that's what every, everyone says. Um, and then a buddy of mine went and saw it and he said it was, it was okay. He said it was too cliche for him with, um, everyone coming back from the original one. And like he said, nothing's going to beat the original one. Now we, (laughs) we get that. I get it. I mean, usually... I mean, how many sequels at least kind of hold somewhat up to the original ones? There's only, you know, really a, <clears throat> a handful that I could even think of. Um, but that's kind of what he said um, about it. He said it was cool to see, you know, the OGs in there. He's like, but, eh, you know, he's he's not going to go back and and see it again. Um, but he did say that, you know, they pulled a lot from from the original ones, um, almost to the point where it was basically almost like a, <laughs> a reincarnation of it with the with the new cast. And like what I said, I'm like, hey, you know, <clears throat> I like Chris Pratt. Um, yeah, I mean, there hasn't really been a movie that I could think of that I've seen <clears throat> um, that has been really bad or that I didn't like with Chris Pratt in it. Uh, but I like his acting too as well. Um, but like I was telling him, like I like the the first, what was it, Jurassic World or whatever with yeah, the one where Chris Pratt was was in. So but I mean I think that's that's kind of what they were going for. And that's like what my buddy says. Like I know they were going for that, but I think they went a little too far on it. Now that's just one review. Um, I have I have seen the reviews so those saying that it's not it's it's like the version of being too campy. It was too they were trying to hit too many tropes of the the franchise. So they were trying to bring so much in that it just didn't work. It was it was too much. They overdid it quite a bit. Yep, bingo. So I mean, we'll see after a couple of weeks how it does, you know, see if it, it dethrones Top Gun eventually. Because if it does that, then we know, okay, I don't know what the critics are saying, but it, it had a big opening weekend. So, you know. Well, and something like that, I think I think it will. 
Yeah, I mean, it is, it is, it is a su- summer blockbuster. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, next thing we got is Deadpool three will will not be Disney fied, and that is important to me because they have so much stuff that Disney could do because they own Fox and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like even some of the Disney stuff has been kind of aggressive and like very, how would you, how would you say it? It's been very true to the nature of the shows. Um, there's some very gruesome scenes and a lot of different stuff. I mean, you know, I, I'm not going to spoil anything from um, Dr. Strange, uh, multiverse of madness. Cause I haven't even seen it yet, but from the trailers that I've seen you, there is a scene with Wanda covered in blood. That is not a, PG theme. So I feel like them saying it won't be Disney fight is just kind of confirming it's going to be R rated. Well, and with Deadpool in general, I think you got a um, audience market there. <clears throat> or if they went through and Disney fight it, um, it wouldn't take that long for people to realize it, word to get out. And I think everyone would be mad about it. Um, I think probably even Ryan Reynolds would come out and maybe not make a statement. I mean, the beginning, but maybe once everyone, you know, get a lot of backlash, he may say something um, about it, but he's got to be careful because, you know, if he ever wants to get picked up by Disney again or whatnot. Um, Maybe. I don't know about him. Yeah. But I mean, that's you. You got to do it justice because all of a sudden you know you have the the first one the second one and all of a sudden the third one is all you know fairy tale pg-13 no curse words yeah yeah exactly exactly. then why would i even go you know if it's pg-13 i'm like okay there's gonna be nothing in it there may be one scene in it uh you know to not even like you said if it's rated r it's like okay now here we go how i mean how can you even have Deadpool without it being at least a rated R. Well, and that's especially true because when you, when you break it down, um, the people that hate curse words, I get it. We don't curse in the podcast, but then these movies, there are comically timed and scene timed curse words that work very, very well with everything. Yeah. Or you get, um, you know, maybe some crude innuendos or adult jokes not really cursing, but the kids think it's funny. Kind of like Shrek, you know? Kids think it's funny, but then the adults are like, oh my gosh, did he just do what? Did he just say what? So, you know, it could kind of go go both ways. It could. It could. And I, I hope, I don't know, I feel like there's just so much opportunity with Deadpool 3 because of the success of the first two. And Ryan Reynolds is so dedicated to it. I think it would be, you know detrimental to the series itself if they didn't do this so um yeah before we do move on though make sure to follow us linktree l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash fomocast gaming has our beautiful logo up now on itunes it looks fantastic i'm so excited about it um i need to actually message that guy and ask him if he ever finished the one i need to do that actually soon because i want the one to say with chris and tim on the actual thing but um yeah, Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOcast Gaming. You'll get all of our stuff there, links to everything. I've been streaming more. I opened up some amazing cards today on stream, so check it out. Um, next, they did drop the Rob Zombie's new Monster trailer, which is going to be a movie. Um, as this, is our, this, is, this is our second time talking about it. I'm not going to go too crazy, but I will say... I did enjoy it because it felt like they were trying to keep true to the genre, to the style, even with the point of when they do have the quote unquote splash into color and they're sitting there and they're still in character. And it's just, it felt really cool. I liked it a lot. And the characters look really good too. No, exactly. It's very Rob Zombie-esque, you know, if you've never seen, you know, it's like, Quentin Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez, all of them, where they have their certain style that they do. Um, It's definitely a a Rob Zombie movie on it. So uh, I'll be 
curious to see it. I'll be curious to hear the music as well, because I know Rob Zombie puts his twist on it. Um, and that's true. Oh, that's very true. Yeah, and um, yeah, I just, I just like it. Yeah, and um, his wife is plays the 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 mom. I can't remember her name on there, but I did think that was pretty cool. Like she looks she actually fits the part it's not one of those ones where they're just forcing her into it like she actually fits the part so i saw her and i'm like man she looks like the lady like she fits the build everything and i'm like okay this might be better than i thought it was so we'll see soon enough i can't remember when the drop date is but you know we'll see um yeah tell mr stranger to leave you alone or mute it <laughs> jesus christ um uh Next one, I think it's probably already booked up by now, but um, they had the mystery machine on it was Airbnb. Yeah. For uh, 20 bucks a night, and it was three nights, and it was three nights only. And the best part was, as Tim informed us, of who actually owns the Airbnb. Which, I mean, there's kind of no surprises who would be the only one to Which do is it. Matthew Lillard. So it was very yeah, cool to it was very cool to hear that because I do know that, you know, from listening to his interviews and stuff like that, like he does take his roles very seriously. He likes to basically be fully involved and deal with it. And I think that just being this involved and actually interacting and continuing on like this it's just it's super awesome i really i really think it's cool and i hope that um he did very well with it and that it's gonna um, lead to more stuff like that because i wouldn't mind staying in the mystery machine but i'm not gonna try and outdo freaking millions of people trying to stay there for one night right no exactly and the cool thing is i mean it i mean you're all you're doing is you're, you're staying in the back of a van um you know, it's nothing too crazy or whatnot. So it's not like you're paying five hundred dollars, but uh, you know, it's just to stay in the back of a van and twenty dollars goes to it and the rest goes to, you know, some something else or to the amenities that comes along with it. So yeah. Um, you know, it's pretty cool. And the thing is, is I mean, it's a van that's painted up like the mystery machine. And the inside, and the inside is, is clean. The inside is clean. <laughs> yeah, and the inside's got the wood paneling and everything. So it's like, what are you going to do afterwards with this? You know, are you going to sell it? Which you know would be cool. I um, wouldn't doubt that he would donate it to something like the Smithsonian well, or something. Yeah, ex exactly. So, and I mean, it's got, um, you know, newer amenities in it, like speaker system or bluetooth or something like that it has a, a tv in it that they plugged in so i mean it's not you know like completely old school it's i mean it's retro-y but um you know they they did it up right so i mean like you said either donate it or sell it off for for a good cause yeah which i can see him doing both so I, I wouldn't be surprised if either one happened so we'll keep you guys in the loop on that one and see what happens um, this one I am stoked for. Um, I haven't seen any more additional news about it, but Ghost by, Ghostbusters Afterlife is getting a sequel uh, set in Manhattan, and the code name for it is Firehouse. No, it looks actually. I need to still watch the the first one. Dude, I was not. I was like, when I went to Dallas, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll watch it. It's on the flight, and. Um, it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Is it on? Do you know? Is it on um, like HBO Max or anything like that? Uh, I don't know. Where do you I have actually, to? I watched it, it on. I watched it on the plane. No, no, it 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 is on HBO Max. I believe. Oh, is it? Yeah, I'm pretty Thank sure it's on HBO Max. So where did I see? Somebody's been watching my stuff. Let me see. Um, Afterlife. 
Oh, I guess not. I know I've seen it somewhere on my stuff. Maybe maybe it's on Peacock or Paramount or something. I don't know. Because I know I saw it was on um, a network, like an app. It wasn't on like an actual network network. So, I mean, we'll see. It's an amazing movie. I did not think I was going to enjoy it. And then I literally loved the movie because they didn't try to do um, anything like anything crazy you know what i mean yeah because a lot of times i feel like what they try and do is they try and make things too different or too the same that's what happened with the women's version of ghostbusters is they try to make it too different and too much the same at the same time and then now we're stuck with something that was just not the greatest yeah no exactly yeah on it i looked at it says it's like on a like stars hulu all of them of course anywhere where you could buy it as well this is even on like on amazon prime video didn't have a price but it surprised me that it's included on it not actually having a price, is it so. is it it's included on amazon prime video I, it didn't have a price but i i don't know Oh, because some of those are buy and some of them are rent sometimes too. So yeah. I think you'd have to go on the TV. Because sometimes you go on the TV, it'll have the button for watch. And it'll have the one that says buy slash rent thingy. So it could be that's what it is. Yeah. So yep. watch it. And yeah. So this one actually is amazing now because Todd Phillips revealed the working title that got announced for the Joker sequel was Folly Adieu, which apparently in French means the like uh, the the craziness of two minds which supposedly it's going to be um Joaquin Phoenix and as the Joker again and uh Lady Gaga as uh Harley Quinn and it's supposed to be a musical that's the well, rumor i mean we all know Joaquin Phoenix and seeing it obviously um late Lady Gaga of course we all know she could sing as well so <clears throat> i mean two of the lead actors they could sing, so it'll be I interesting mean, though to see to see how how they do that. I mean, oh, dude, it, it, it would be so easy. The little, literally, literally, the the film could be the start of Harley Quinn. It could be him in an insane asylum, and he could basically be like, you know, basically what you end up with is it's like dream sequences where maybe he's dreaming about what's going on. Yeah, no, I meant just to have just a, a, a Joker, you know, Batman type movie be a musical in general. I think they can do a good job. I think they'll, I think they'll do an awesome job for it. I, I have a very good feeling about that. Oh, yeah. It's just, uh, just out of the norm. It is. And I think that's why it'll work so well because they've, they've tried so many different things. And why not try this? Why that won't hurt? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, it could it it could be anything. It could be not even going to be a musical. It could be the Hollywood reporter though is almost always correct. So, we're going to see what happens. Um next uh Monsters at Work season 2 is coming to Disney Plus in 2022, which I am excited for because I'm trying to get the son my son to watch it and he's iffy about it, but I really, I really, really do. I really do like it. It's, it's so good. It's, it's, yeah, it's, no. it's funny. I'm so happy they got the original people to be in it. I'm glad they're bringing in new people, but not bringing it into the way it's like super crazy and like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's actual flows well and makes sense. Like they're going to the laughing and not the scaring and it goes over everything. And I like it. It feels, very unique and 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 i think that it was a great way to go about it and to obviously make their money too but I'm, i liked it no exactly i'm i'm excited for it and i haven't i've heard uh nothing but but good about the uh the one before yeah the first season has been i've i'm probably we're probably like i don't know six episodes deep i think I can't even remember because the kid was watching it and he's like, it's too scary. And so everything's scary to him. So I was like, okay, we won't watch it anymore. So, um, 
Black Adam trailer. Did you actually finally watch it, Timothy? No, I have not. It's been too crazy at work. So the Black Adam trailer is weird to me. Um, So I feel like there is so much stuff that we could explore with Black Adam. One thing I didn't expect was it to explore basically the characters don't match up for me. Like, I, I don't know who's bad. I don't know who's good. They make it very vague in it. They basically, you can overhear Pierce Brosnan's character saying, you know, you have a choice. You can either, you know, basically do it for good or do it for bad kind of thing. So it's it's an interesting trailer. You can you see his full the full force of his power. So I think that's kind of a good thing to see in the first trailer. Um, but I am thinking I'm going to hold off on watching the rest of them just because I don't want to um, spoil anything. I don't want to ruin it because they've been doing that with all these trailers, man. They post everything in there. So, um, yeah, no, exactly. I'll have to maybe this weekend I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll I'll send it to your email so you can you can have it. There you go. Um, next thing we got is the new Nope trailer. Now, I was shocked by this one because um, basically uh, we have – we basically know what's going to happen, which is weird to me because I'm kind of like, wait a second. I thought it was supposed to be suspenseful. And basically they, they confirm in this new trailer, spoiler alert, close your ears for two minutes and should be gone. That basically it's aliens. And they basically said it's like a horror movie with aliens. That's basically all they're saying. Now, I know that, um, they, you know, basically, we know that it, what it's going to be about, kind of, with that. But, I mean, maybe they're going to do something different. I do like the characters. I do like everyone acting in it. So, we're going to see. Um the boys has been renewed for season four, which I just started season two because I'm way far behind. So I'm on episode seven now of season two. Amazing show. Have you watched it, Tim? No, I have no. Who are the boys? The boys is like yeah. a bad, like they're a nasty version of the super friends. They're basically superheroes and it's unedited on Amazon. So they cuss, they show blood, gore, all that kind of stuff. Huh. Uh, you know, I think I remember seeing a uh, a preview for it. It's insane. It is insane. Let's just say, I'll give you the premise of the very first episode, episode one, season one. The reason why we one of the guys is in it, actually, his name is, I think it's Jack Quaid. It's uh, uh, Daniel, is it, what, what's the, what's the normal Quaid? Randy? No, Randy's not the normal no, one. Dennis. Dennis Quaid's son, Jack Quaid. He plays this guy and it starts off. He's kissing his fiance goodbye, and he's holding her hands, and one of the superheroes runs through his girlfriend, and she basically explodes, and he's just holding her hands. And it shows everything. So oh that's literally the first episode. So, yeah, I'll tell you more later. Uh, but they have been renewed for season four. Season three is airing right now on Fridays. I think it's almost done. I don't know. Uh, Maria Bakalova has been cast in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Not much to say there. It's kind of... We don't know who she's going to be, but just know that she's been added to it. And they're adding people actually quite frequently to the, the list. So we'll see what her role may be in, this, in the near future. Um, I Am Groot original shorts are coming in August 10th. Um, the first picture looks like it is Baby Groot or Little Groot. And I'm thinking he may get older as it goes on in these shorts to put him where he might be at in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So... Well, actually, he probably is in Thor, Love, and Thunder, too, so they probably want to kind of coincide with that. Um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is coming to Disney Plus on June 22nd, so we're looking forward to that. Um, I am looking forward to immensely season two of Star Wars The Bad Batch, which is premiering on December uh, on Disney Plus September 28th. Kind of a late start, and I feel like they're doing that because Bad Batch is usually 20 episodes. I think it's 16 to 22 episodes. So that if they do that weekly, yeah, yeah, because they follow the Clone Wars. The Clone Wars one was 
only 16 to 26 episodes, I think. That's true. So, and I, so I think that'll take them, if they do a one a week, that will take them to almost the premiere of Mandalorian season three. I think that's why they're uh, doing that. Yeah, I get that Star Wars, Star Wars feel. Yep. Um, Thor Love and Thunder tickets went on sale on Monday. And um, I heard this new thing. We're short on time, but I'm going to tell you this, Tim. It's kind of crazy. So I heard someone, actually Rob from Rob Anybody and Don, he went to watch Top Gun. And uh-huh. he goes, he goes, do people just not show up to reserve seats? He goes, the theater we went to was the second night. and It was only three quarters of the way through. Full. Well, I guess Fandango allows you to cancel your ticket that day. So if people don't go, they don't think there's going to be available seats. So people oh. cancel their tickets. So I'm tempted since I missed that on the premiere ones. Maybe I'll try and buy one. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll wait until like an hour before game time and then see what's available. Exactly. Exactly. Um, this one is we need to go in, into it a little bit. Um Disney fires the top co- television content executive, Peter Rice. Um, he came from Fox. This is with the weird part. So he was terminated in an eight-minute meeting. He had just gotten his contract renewed into last year. He's getting a fat settlement, nice little, you know, severance package. But the rumor is, is they're going to promote his number two to his position. And you would think... Like, what's the first thing that happens, Tim, in baseball at the end of a season when they fire a manager? Usually the whole coaching staff goes. There you go. They don't They don't usually hire – they may bring back a pitching coach or a third base coach if they've been there long enough, you know. But usually most of the coaching staff goes with them. So it's a weird Yeah, but move. I mean, that, that's a little different than, than at a company because – you know, and especially the top guys in management, like if the if the boss leaves, you know, usually, you know, you kind of know who's going to be the next next person in line or in team aspects that coach has built up that coaching staff around him. True. Um, you know, on it because, hey, here's what my philosophy is. Here's what the, the GM or the owner hired me for a reason. Here we go. Um, you know, and build up that coaching staff that has a similar philosophy or can help the players that they have already um, or they maybe get rid of and sign free agency or whatnot. I'm a Raiders fan, so we saw that this whole offseason and the draft um, on rebuilding the team to fit what they think the coaching staff, um, you know, to fit their, their philosophies where I think bigger ones up, it's almost like, um, I'd almost say it's like, if you want to equate it to sports, like um, minor leagues in baseball, where say one guy gets cut or demoted or whatnot, the next guy, boom, is right there um, on it. I kind of see it, you know, similar to that. Or a guy gets hurt, boom, hey, I'm up here. I don't want to lose this spot. I'm going to show him what I, what I got um, on it. So, but I mean, now, <clears throat> that's not to say who knows, you know, maybe this guy, oh, I'll take the job. They're going to pay me X amount. I'll do it for a year. If my contract is just for a year or just sign a year contract and renegotiate or reassess at the end and go from there. Yeah. I mean, that is, that's a high possibility as well. I mean, I can see that happening. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens because things are going to get shaken up. Um, they did. Um, the, the rumor was, is that, he was Peter Rice was the number one option to replace Bob Chappick. Um, but we did get a Disney board official thing saying they're showing their support and confidence well for Bob Chappick in an official statement. I think that's just kind of a blah 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 because there's been so many stories them saying that he's not worthy and all this kind of stuff. So I think they're just trying to save face a little bit, especially because it's saying it's being leaked from those inside the board, so it doesn't quite make sense. Um they did hire Mark Bazan as the creative leader for Metaverse. And I do know the Metaverse is becoming bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, I do follow a streamer who is black, and he is hosting um, uh, Fierce Diva. If you don't follow the Fierce Diva, you're, you're missing out because I literally um, I love watching uh, his streams. He's great at it. He's high quality. Um, and he is leading a Juneteenth thing which I thought was interesting in um, the metaverse. 
And I was oh, like, yeah. I mean, so that's, that's <clears throat> a lot of yeah. things are, are coming to that and are doing it. Exactly. There's a lot of stuff coming to the metaverse. And I, I don't know if people are ready or, you know, aren't ready. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or everyone's just getting on it because that's the next thing and they want to be on that that ground room floor or uh yeah groundbreaking floor and not miss anything kind of yeah. like uh um bitcoin and all of that so that that's that is a high possibility as well i could see that ha- yeah yeah so um we will see how they play it i don't know if it's going to be anything that we see um it's probably not going to be anything that we see um anytime soon i think it's going to be more of a after the fact type thing so um it's probably going to be a minute before we even they even kind of hint at anything because i do feel like i don't know like i feel like we're they're missing a lot of stuff right now dealing with the bob chapic garbage because i'm not gonna lie it is a pain in the butt when you know when you have to deal with people constantly saying this and that about him it gets old it gets really really old well you know what you know what that means too is that they got to issue statements saying no we support them no we support you know they got to come out even though they did it maybe a handful of months ago or something else comes up now oh no we got full support behind them and they're going to say that no matter what because at that point in time he's still the leader they're not going to say oh yeah nope he's he's done we're going to get rid of him where it's like, yeah, he actually is like the boss and is still there. Yeah, exa- exactly, exactly. So um, this one was interesting. Uh, Kevin Feige considered moving from Marvel to DC. When I read the article, it feels like he basically was, I guess not like he was doing something. I don't know what he was doing, but it was almost like he was trying to make something of himself or something i don't know it was weird it was almost like he didn't didn't feel like he could do any more at marvel which i understand you know once you did what he's done with marvel you know what's your next step well he wanted to do the same thing for dc obviously marvel offered him a lot more money or he would have done it but it'd be interesting to see what he could have done for dc yeah, but was it did Marvel offer him a lot more money because he was basically like really um um what's the word I'm looking for? <clears throat> like was going to go go over there, like it was close for him to go over there, and then Marvel's like, No, we still want you, you know, what whatever you want, <laughs> we we got you. Um, because he kind of seems like the kind of guy that always wants to be doing something. Yeah, And, you know, like you said, hey, I've done all I can here. What's there more for me? Hey, I'm going to go over here because they need help um, or I could help them out and really take my my talents over there. Marvel's like, eh, no, you ain't you ain't going nowhere. What do you want? Here we go. But I heard it was or from what I read that it was very close for him going over there, which which, you know, like we said in the first recording that nobody will ever hear. Um, that, you know, it, you could always say, you know, what ifs, but what if he did go for there? Would Marvel be where it's at right now? Would DC be better? Nobody knows. You and don't literally, know. Nobody does know. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the scary part is if I think it would actually have been better for everybody because he probably could have done more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Well, and then who would have been the next Kevin Feige for for Marvel? Who would they have gotten? You know, to, I'm trying to, to think. I don't know. I don't even know. There's no one. Well, I mean, they probably they probably would have brought, would have brought John Favreau back on before Star Wars got him. I mean, very likely. He, yeah, he was already doing like Iron Man. Iron and Man. All of that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. He he did the so, first two Iron Men, I think. Yeah, he did. He did a couple of them. So I mean. There you go. And he would have been not necessarily young, but just young in his career at Marvel. Not, I guess not career, but, you know, directing, producing. Yeah, and his career. behind the camera career. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Um, 
D23 announces the biggest presentation, including including movies, TV, and Disney Legends. You know, everyone's seen that by now. Um, and then the uh, Walt Disney Archives announced the exhibit to celebrate 100 years of Walt Disney Company at D23. So we'll see what that's all about. Um, Mountain Dew is testing pickled flavored soda, which, um, I mean, I'm going to have to try it, I guess, just because you have to. I mean, you can't not try it because it is what well, it you're is. Gonna- you're gonna have to go to Tennessee to figure to try it. Well, no, that's already over, isn't it? It's probably already over. Yeah, and I wonder if what um, what what'll come about from that. I mean, if it was that small of a sample size, I don't know if they'll actually go and do anything with it. But if they bring it out as across, you know, more places, I think, I think it would be awesome. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, time time will tell. Who knows? Maybe it did really well. We don't know. Um, I won't do my reviews because it's too, too, too. I'll say just watch Obi-Wan and watch Stranger Things. Fantastic. Um, we did get the first footage release of Mario Kart uh, Bowser's Challenge at Super Nintendo World in Universal Studios Hollywood. It's like a combination of driving and a, a, a green screen, which is really awesome. Um, it's very interactive and yeah. it reminds me of a very much more interactive version of Toy Story Mania, basically, because you are shooting the stuff at people like you would in the game. It looks fantastic. I got in trouble because I showed the kid and now he wants to go down there because it's because it is supposed to um it's supposed to open tomorrow, is what he says every time I he brings it up. So <laughs> that's funny. That's but no, fun. it looks, I mean, it looks like like if that technology catches off, because it's like even like a clear screen in front of you. So it's almost like not necessarily virtual reality, but not even like more so than 3D is I think it's better than the Disney rides. And if that takes off, I mean it's going to be interesting. The hardest part thing is just going to be to keep that clear screen. Yep. Clean. <laughs> yep. Yep. That'd be the hardest part. Um, we're going to skip everything down to the canceled Disney wish sailing, turn into a free media cruise. Um, it's crazy because they basically, the cruise got canceled and then they're like, yeah, let's go ahead and um, let the media go on here for free and do whatever they want. Right. Hey, well, they probably had everything ready to go already, so mine as well. That's true. Do it. Plus, it gives them practice. That is true. I didn't even think about that. So, well, that's now great. Now I'm now upset about that. Okay. Well, we're going to do a rapid fire on the Disney Parks pile because Tim's got stuff he's going to do in places he has to be. Um, and I got someone sitting in front of my house being a creeper, so I'm going to make sure my, my wife and kid are okay. So I'm not happy about that. Um, so we got so much stuff, the Disney Park stuff. So the Princess and the Frog Splash Mountain refurb replacement was rumored to be opening in 2024 in Disneyland and Magic Kingdom, which I think would be the first time they've done a refurbishment on both rides at the same time, I think. I don't know for sure. Um, Probably. But Disney refused to confirm it. And then, you know, now it's just kind of up in the air. It's really weird. Yeah, they're going to announce it at some. Um, I don't know the article, Alex said, lack of time. Um, that they're going to do it at some event in New Orleans and announce it there. So, and I think it's either end of this month or next month. Yeah, I feel like they're trying to they're trying to keep too much stuff close to the vest. I don't like it when they do that because it doesn't make for good content for me. Haha. <laughs> um, right. Next, we got the Adventure by Disney is offering a $100,000 private jet trip to every Disney park on Earth. Would that be worth it? You got to break it down. And there's more to it than just going to the Disney, uh, every Disney park. There's, I, I can't remember what, this is something that just came out just the last two days, maybe even yesterday. I need to look <laughs> look into it. Um, to see if it is worth it. I mean, it's Disney, so I'm sure, like, if you did it all on your own, no, it's probably not. But what you get, you know, the Disney experience, the Disney fight experience, um, it can be. And I want to say it's like a 20-day, a 28-day, 25-day trip. So it's not like... Oh, oh, so you're not just going, like, in a week. 
Yeah, it's not like, okay, there's 10 parks, so it's going to take, you know, 11 days type deal. No, it was, um, it was, it was some time. So, but I needed to look in, look into that more. And because <clears throat> I was thinking and, if it, if real quick, if it, if it got you into Shanghai, because I know Shanghai Disney, you have to go through a long process of just applying to get in because it's in Chinese area. So you have to get permission to enter the country alone let alone get tickets to go. So I feel like that's an undertaking in its own. That if they did took care of that, I'd be okay with it. So um, we do have the Disneyland. <laughs> we'll go into it real quick. We'll go fast. Disneyland Paris had a cast member who grabbed a ring in the middle of a proposal from a person proposing. Now, Disney has issued a, a statement apologizing to, for the cast member grabbing the ring during the proposal. And they all reached out to the couple of themselves. Here's the thing. We know we know why he did it. They weren't supposed to be up there. They supposedly asked someone, and that person said, hey, you know, if you can do it fast and get out of there, you know, you can do it. The problem me and Tim uh, mentioned before was that the person grabbed the ring. Touch them, say, hey, you can't do that here. Ruin their moment all you want. Don't touch their wedding ring. Well, because and he like came in. He didn't touch it. He straight up ran over to him, grabbed the box out of their hand, not like walked through their arms, he like walked, swiped yep. the box out of their hands, and then says, and then didn't like, you know, come down at the bottom of the stairs, come over here, and wasn't like, like offering the box back to him because you could see the guy going like, oh, well, she said it was okay, and he was like holding the box away from him, like holding it at ransom. I'll give it to you once I come down from here. Like I said, if that, say I got a $10,000 ring or 15, 20 quarter million, you, you don't know, or it's a heirloom ring. It I'm falls soon. out of the box. Soon. Yep. <laughs> goes down to great or goes in the planner. I'm going to be furious at that cast member. Um, I would be too. So yeah, no, he, uh, yeah. he could have definitely handled it in a, in a different way. That's for sure. So they did apologize. We'll see what happens because they're probably going to make some rule changes because of that. Um, Walt Disney World Resort, this one was crazy. There was a uh, availability one hour after the afternoon ticket release for Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. I do know that there was um, uh, problems where people, a lot of motion sickness stuff at, mm -hmm. you know, the, um, the park there. But it was just kind of crazy that 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 was still going on. Like, I think that's only happened one time for Rise of the Resistance since it's opened. And it's been open almost two years now. So I, I just don't know. Um, yeah. Well, and I've heard as of recent that even kind of the the newness of it has <clears throat> started to, to die down. Yeah. Well, that did happen with Mission Breakout in California, too. They legitimately, I think the week after, there was not a very big line during the week. It was not well, that crazy. I mean, yeah, but that was just a reskin of a ride. True. Or this True. is a whole completely different ride. Not to take anything away from Mission Breakout, because I'd never go on that ride before, and now I'll kind of go on it. Um, but on this being the the big new ride until Tron comes along, um, yeah. Very surprised, very surprised. And the thing is, like you said, you know, people were getting motion sickness on it as well. So that could yeah. hinder them. <laughs> it could. Um, we did have this problem where a guest was allowed to wear a profane AR-15 shirt and people started questioning the dress code because they're saying girls can't walk in with, you know, a short skirt and, you know, a tube top. Midriff. When this this guy is walking in with a shirt talking about AR-15s, and there's a lot of questions about the legitimacy of this uh, policy of dress code. So I know it is being readdressed. I've heard rumors about that as well. Um, the bright light, oh, six, this one. So six Special Olympic delegates go missing after checking out of Wild World of Sports. They were from Haiti. We pretty much, they're probably seeking asylum. I haven't heard anything else about it, but I wanted to mention that real quick. But this one's great. Brightline received a federal grant for rail line connecting Disney Springs to Orlando International Airport and Tampa. That's amazing because that means they basically can go, you can go from Tampa to the parks like it was nothing. That's amazing. 
Yeah, no, that is. And especially federal grants, that means it's not just the state of Florida. I mean, that's it's federal. It's yep. And that also United means States. that if you go to the airport, you don't have to get the mirrors or anything like that. You legit will be able to board it, go to Disney Springs, and probably yep. walk over to your hotel or planets where it's there. So um we'll see how that pans out and how long it takes. But um this one was funny when we talked about it. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin claimed the signature at Brown Derby Restaurant in Disney's Hollywood Studios is a fake, which the way he told them was hilarious. So right. it makes it even that much more funny. Um, uh, Stranger Things 4 features Figment from the Epcot Center, uh, from Epcot Center in a cameo, which I thought was cool. I went back and watched it and saw where it was, so I was super happy about that. Oh, um, nice. The minute... The minivans returned to service on June 29th at Walt Disney World. They finally got all of the um, uh, drivers back in. I know they're having a problem getting drivers, so that's cool. Yeah, um, so on that, I didn't know about it. That is a – it's a Lyft service. Yes. So don't go through Uber. Go through Lyft. And, of course, it costs a little bit more than, like, a normal Lyft. But it's all its Disney um, cast members that will be driving them. Correct. Um, so you, you get the whole Disney experience. It's not just, you know. Yeah, I think, yeah I, th I think as long it. as you select, select a destination of the parks, like the park area, like that whole kind of. Yeah, the, the resort. The resort area, basically. It'll be them. Um, OSHA fined Walt Disney World over $12,000 after cast member injured themselves at a laundry facility that they have. That sounds fantastic, but I digress. And lastly, from Disney World, the Tron light cycle run canopy was illuminated at Magic Kingdom. I'm assuming it's trying to get everyone hyped up uh, for uh, the ride itself because I don't know when it's supposed to open. Not soon, but um, they keep trying to build the 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 uh, you know, the old were behind it because it's supposed to be very similar to the Guardians of the Galaxy one, but we'll see. Yeah, um, well, and the, and the big thing about it is, is that canopy, because that's the big thing that you could see on the outside. So, of course, right. they're going to finish that up quick and start testing on it so you get the hype. But underneath it is still dirt. There's no cement. or I mean, they got pilings and footings made, but <laughs> there's not even because the railroad tracks going to go through it and they barely got done with the tunnel on it. So... It's, hey, focus your attention up so we can finish everything that's down. Yeah, and usually that's how Disney does it. They want to finish the stuff that you can see. That way they have the stuff they don't. I think they were doing test runs not too long ago. So Pro Yeah, probably. These guys, so I'm freaking, these guys are being really weird. They got gas cans in front of my house. Weirdos. Um, on to Disney pile real quick. So we got a bunch of stuff for sale. We got a new... Dole Whip AirPods case at Disney Resort, Disneyland Resort for $21.99. And it actually looks really awesome. I really liked it. I thought it looked really cool. Um, Moana has finally got her designer doll. It's arrived at Disneyland Resort for $129.99, which is usually the cheaper end of the dolls. Um, I know they can go up to $250, $300 once they over time because they don't sell that many of them. Um, uh, the new Main Street Electrical Parade art collection by Ashley Taylor is coming soon. Um, this one was weird. So radiator racer spring, uh, radiator Springs racers reopened after an unexpected closer closure, which did have them closed for, um, uh, whatchamacallit for Memorial day. day weekend. And it was like really confusing. People couldn't figure out what was going on because they said when the ride came back, a bunch of stuff wasn't working. A bunch of stuff was jacked up. So, you know, it is what it is. We'll see how it bodes like if it does go down soon because i know they did have a problem there remember i think it was uh tomaters jamboree or one of those ones in that area was having the same thing happen a few years ago where it was constantly down like every other day it was down for an hour or two so yeah i know luigi's flying tires was but that was just because of the ride system and then they put the rollick and roadsters in there um yes now. but the thing is is i didn't even um think about it tells us on uh, another um Disney podcast that Raider Springs Racers has never gone down for a refurb or anything like that, an extended nope. refurb. Nope. Um, and Cars Lens, I think, has been open for 10 years now. Yep. So, I mean, with it's this about time. Have... <laughs> yeah, ex exactly. Um, and that is a, you know, that's the, the staple right of 
I mean, not only Cars Land, but the park as well. Uh, and, you get longer lines for that than for Web Slingers, and Web Slingers is, you know, the new one that just opened. Yeah, I mean, and maybe they were waiting for the Avengers Campus to open up so there was more stuff for people to do there. Because that was really, besides Goofy Sky True. School, which basically, if you have a bad back, you can't go on Goofy Sky School, or you're not going to be able to walk the rest of the day at the park. So maybe right. that's what they were waiting for. I will say, though, is that I do though they have a better track than like because people don't realize Indiana Jones track if something falls in the track it bends this track all the way through the whole thing, whereas Ro Radiator Springs Roadster Racers just stops, it's just done, and so they have to fix it right there and then that's it. They don't have to go along and fix everything because the car stops where the damage is and it doesn't do much more damage. So we'll see. Um, the Blue Bayou restaurant is open for walk-ins at Disneyland, but it is um, it's 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 blocked off in the Pirates Caribbean part, so don't even. Yeah, you you yeah. There's no view. You will look right. at a wall. You look at a wall. Uh, speaking of which, um, the entrance to tar tree, the tree entrance tree to Tarzan's treehouse has been fully removed for the rumored Encanto re retheme. We have seen that it looks huge. The area is massive now. And now they're going to have to deal with the problem of people trying to sit there and watch the, the Fantastic from that alleyway. So good luck with that. Um, Moses Ingram, who plays Reva from Obi-Wan, did visit Disneyland Resort. I love her character. I watched the new episode today. She is my new favorite character, aside from the main cast, because she is killing it. I, I, I predicted what was going to happen, but I like the way it came about. I really like her. And um, if you're mean to her, you can suck it. Um, Guests sticks their foot in Splash Mountain water at on the while riding a ride at Disneyland, watching riding Splash Mountain. That is the dumbest ride to stick your foot out of because there's not that much water in there. Those boats back and bounce back and forth. And what you're doing is is you're getting people. You're going to get in trouble. You're going to get in trouble, and you're going to get some sort of some stupid rules to get made up for us. So don't do it. It's dumb. Um, Spider Man animatronic fails horribly. Crashes through a building, um, and they got it fixed literally like that afternoon. And I rewatched that thing fifteen times. And one thing that I you pointed out, Tim, on the last time, the first podcast, that I didn't notice, was that the body locked up, so it malfunctioned off the get go. So that's what happened. And yeah, well, I did it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it was a malfunction on that, or if it stays in that position because you can still see the cord to it. Or once it like that cord releases, then it goes into its movement. But since that cord didn't release, it's like, oh, nope, just like plank and stay. I, I, I don't know, um, you know, one way or the other. But where it did crash into the side of the little silos there, you could see those are breakaway panels. It's made to break away that. They created it like that in case something like this happens. That's why it goes over the building and not over people so if it does happen to fall short or something like this happens and it hits the side of the building you see those panels broke away it fell down and like uh -huh. you said it was up and going that afternoon because i'm sure what you gotta do is go back snap those panels in place get the animatronic back and going and you know if it was a malfunction take him out i'm sure they got multiples back there just in case and there you go yeah, exactly. It 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 was pretty cool to see it happen because it just showed how efficient they are there at Disney. Um, Darth Vader is returning to Tomorrowland's uh, to return to Tomorrowland Disneyland for a limited time. That's kind of cool. Um, they have announced the Halloween 2022 offerings for Disneyland Park and Disney's California Adventure for the Oogie Boogie Bash is returning to um, California Adventure September 6th, uh, which is awesome i'm super excited for that um i'm trying i don't know if this year but maybe next year we're going to do the oogie boogies bash um and paradise pier hotel entrance has is open inside of disney's california adventure it's an awesome entrance i saw a, a youtuber go through it it's really cool because it's like it's kind of on a road like it's really weird because you gotta think paradise pier didn't have direct access at all so they had to do something, so I thought that was pretty cool. Which I thought didn't pair. I thought Paradise Pier used to have a monorail monorail stop. No, monorail was always. It used to be the old Disneyland Hotel, and then they moved oh, it. Okay. <laughs> um, and now it's um, next to Rainforest Cafe. 
and the only way to use that paradise uh, pure entrance is to use your room key correct um, on it so you can't just oh hey i'm going to walk through there and uh, no not so much um, and that's to go both ways in and out of the park um, but they they did it well um, so it's it's nice to nice to see it yeah exactly 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 it's 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 kind of cool i think it's also going to alleviate some of the stress of people so i think a lot of people are taking advantage of it are the ones that like are, are there for a short time or, or not like you know like me and you who can go quite frequently so you know yeah. i'm gonna try and, <laughs> and test it out i'm gonna maybe try and stay there next time we go i don't know there you go and the nice thing is is, is they kind of did it generic so when that paradise pier becomes pixar i think it'll be easy for them to incorporate um you know pixar through that little access way yeah so you yeah exactly <clears throat> get it all the way in and then yeah where do you end up at in pixar pier so that's perfect they knew weird. what they were doing with that they knew they were doing with that tim oh yeah yeah no exactly <laughs> just like when the centronics when it fails you know i don't think about that but they, they do exactly and lastly disneyland is experimenting using drones and nighttime spectaculars um we did talk about the best use of this would be high winds if they can't do fireworks guess what here's a light show from the drones and yep. after seeing um after seeing what i saw from the drone they flew for the opening <coughs> excuse me of batu east of that x-wing and they were testing it we we covered it just using a bunch of little ones with lights it's going to be amazing and i have a feeling because they did it for the super bowl but i believe that was pre-recorded so i i think if you do the same thing as with the fireworks we're in an area where there won't be people where if one does fall won't hurt no one you're going to be fine yeah no exactly and you've seen them disneyland paris did it for their 30th and um the, the recent one that i saw was um at the oakland a's baseball game they did a star wars night and it was a drone show as well and it was it was pretty cool and you could look i mean i'm sure if you type in drone show there's a whole bunch of them that that do it those are becoming more and more popular but you don't need i mean yeah you need a lot of them but you don't need all you know it's not like you need 500 up there to make yeah. it look look uh look at it because i mean they even had the one at the a's game it was darth vader and he was like walking to to the imperial march i'm like whoa that's cool to like it is make him walk so <clears throat> yeah it'll be interesting. i mean it was just a matter of time so it was a matter of time but that was a rapid fire one because we missed last week. We're trying to get stuff jam packed in. We should be back on a regular schedule next week. Everyone, congratulate Tim on his new job. Um, I know it was a hectic week last week for you, and obviously he's got a kid who's teething as well. So we can all feel sympathy for that. So he I'm does fine. need to go help put that kid to bed. So thank you guys all for listening, uh, Mr. Stranger, Mr. J. Connor from Concon's Cantina. Justin, you can suck it from Connor's Can Can Concon's Cantina because um, uh, Connor McLeod is the best Highlander, hands down. Um, but I want to thank you guys all for listening. Uh, make sure you check out all of our social media, Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Fumblecast Gaming. And I will have a code soon for a clothing brand who I've become an ambassador for. If you do have tattoos, I have a, a code for... Um, mad rabbit tattoo go to madrabbit.com and you can use my code fomocast chris or if you follow me on instagram go to grizzle ceo g-r-y-z-z-l-c-e-o and link is in the description so for the fomocast i'm chris i'm tim and we will see you guys next time